Above the circle and those tires are green this time. Remember, they fan out down there. So protect that bottom. Little Sunday drive. All right, Rockland. Face cars off. Be ready. Right, be ready. Gas that bitch up. Be ready. Be ready. Green flag. Green, green. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Inside Pass, another week of motorsports talk. Randy Miller, Tom Baker here with you, as always. And uh, we have a pretty action-packed, jam-packed show um, this week, from news all the way through uh, breaking down the three races at Bristol this past weekend. Um, And then we have a guest um, as well, the 2022 Mazda MX-5 Spec Champion, Thomas, and I know I'm going to butcher his last name, but I'm going to try, Anunziata. You got it. There you go. Thomas Anunziata is uh, going to join us. So um, we're going to dive into a round that's not to, not NASCAR, but uh, he's a champion. So we love having uh, champions um, on our show. So um, Bristol this past weekend, uh, pretty good races, I thought. Um, I didn't catch the Xfinity race, but I did watch the truck race and the the cup race on saturday night so uh, lots of good action there kind of reminds me of the old bristol a little bit uh, we don't have the follow the leader that we've had in years past so i think the car on the uh, on the concrete did a fairly good job yeah i would agree 100 percent um i thought uh, the truck race i thought was terrible but it wasn't because of the truck guys it was because uh, it was a one groove racetrack basically they put the you know, the track tack or whatever you call it down and um, just didn't work well for the trucks, um, you know, had to be worked in. And then I thought for Xfinity and Cup, it was great. But yeah, I, I, I thought it really took away from what otherwise would have probably been a really good truck race. So the magic number now is 19, 19 different winners in the uh, Cup Series this year. I think uh, only one driver hasn't won yet uh, this year, it seems like. <laughs> um, but, um, man, you you think about this, the first round of playoffs, three different winners that aren't playoff drivers uh, swept the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. And so um, those guys, by virtue of winning, has knocked out some of the, the bigger names in the Cup Series garage area. So we'll talk all about that. Um, Xfinity has their 12 drivers that are going to compete for the uh, the championship, but I, I, I'm fairly certain that uh, um, unless your name is Noah Gregson, you're not happy <laughs> right now because yeah. that kid, uh, if I had a dollar for every race he's won the last three weeks, I'd have $3. Um, but um, <laughs> nonetheless, um, he's doing a fantastic have. job uh, nonetheless. All right, so we're going to step aside and uh, take a break. <laughs> we'll have all the news from the beginning when we come back on the Inside Pass. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. 
Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up, do not provide them with any form of payment or information, report the call at oig.ssa.gov. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. Randy Miller, Tom Baker here with you, uh, breaking down everything that's happened in the last uh, week or so in all of the motorsports world. Um, we'll, we'll start uh, with the Bristol races. We'll get to that in a second. I, I want to start off by talking about what we started talking about last week at the top of the show, which was the the news we thought we were going to hear, uh, that Kyle Busch was leaving uh, Joe Gibbs Racing to go to RCR. Um, and that's exactly what ended up happening. So uh, thank you, Jordan Bianchi, for not lying to us um, because <laughs> his uh, his news was, was what broke. Um, but there's many layers to this announcement, uh, more so than just uh, Kyle's leaving Joe Gibbs to go to RCR. There's lots of other um, little caveats into the announcement. Uh, number one, Kyle Busch will be driving the eight car, which if sounds familiar to you, it's because Tyler Reddick is currently in that car. Um, but Tyler will be a RCR driver next year. I assume probably the 33 uh, would, would be my best guess. Um, but uh, the, some of the other things that came out of the announcement was the fact that uh, Austin Dillon actually is the one that initiated the whole conversation between uh, Kyle Busch and, uh, and RCR. Uh, Way to go, Austin. Um, so in, in wanting uh, Kyle to come to the organization, which I think obviously is going to be good for that organization, um, there's also the fact that, of course, Kyle Busch is going from Toyota to Chevrolet, which means I uh, we are under the assumption that uh, KBM is going too, which we have heard since the announcement was made that that is indeed what's going to happen, that KBM is going to transition to Chevrolet trucks. Um, and the interesting thing about that is that two drivers, uh, two of their three drivers are Toyota drivers. So uh, John Henry Nemechek and Corey Heim are Toyota development drivers. However, Chandler Smith is not. He's actually a KBM driver. 
So he actually would be eligible to transfer with KBM to Chevrolet should he want to. So, or should he need to? <clears throat> okay, so you kind of went a lot of different directions yes, I did. there. So Sorry. first, but no, you're good. So first of all, um, obviously you correct. Kyle's the eight car. Mm-hmm. I would probably agree with the thirty-three, though. I wouldn't count out them bringing back the twenty-nine either. That's true. Um, they also have I, the seven car too. If they should, they want that. Yes, but I think no, they don't because they don't. the Aspire has. Oh, that's true. I yeah. forgot. So, I, but I think thirty-three okay. probably will be his his number. What I what I think is everybody's assuming that this team that that RCR will put Reddick into is only a one-year thing. Um, but I will remind you that there's going to be a third charter purchased for a whole lot of money, okay, um, to go with this car that Reddick's driving. So I don't see this as a one-year team. Tyler Reddick will only be in the car for a year, but I see this as the team that eventually either Sheldon Creed or Austin Hill will come up into out of the Xfinity series in 24 when Tyler goes to 2311. Um, and then uh, we know that the the trucks are going to be Chevy trucks. That is um, absolutely certain. What is not certain is who the driver or drivers will be. I do think we get a hint, however, about John Hunter Nemechek's potential future for 2023 when we realize that for this weekend's Xfinity race at Texas, John Hunter will be in the 18 car um, for Joe Gibbs Racing. Now, an announcement last week that came after the Kyle Busch announcement was that Brandon Jones is departing the 19 at JGR to go to Junior to drive the 9. So... Um, that leaves two Xfinity cars at Joe Gibbs open because we know that Ty Gibbs is going to cup to replace Bush. So the 18 and the 19 are both open. I'm betting that John Hunter Nemechek goes to Joe Gibbs racing next year on a full-time deal to drive one of those two cars, um, and stays with Toyota. Now, um, as to Chandler Smith's future, um, that of course is going to be up to Chandler. Um, he probably at this point could have one of the Xfinity rides unless they've already got an earmark for somebody else. Or um, I could see him also just going with Kyle, driving the truck again um, for Chevrolet and trying to find a home there. But, you know, again, um, Hendrick is full. And unless Chandler ends up in one of Childress's cup cars, there is there aren't a ton of opportunities even on the Chevrolet side of things right now for him to fit into in Cup, so um, he might be better off just uh, going to the Xfinity Series if if he can with um, you know with with Joe Gibbs Racing. So I think it's going to be interesting to see where Kyle's drivers go, but I think we know they're going to be Chevy trucks, um, and uh, it's going to be real interesting to see what develops from that team. But I I still think that they're. There's that they also said that there are sponsor announcements to follow for Kyle. And um, it has been confirmed that there have been several new inquiries at RCR about sponsoring Kyle Bush since that announcement. So, um, you know, you can do with that what you will. Well, I think a lot of people don't don't sometimes understand when you talk about sponsorship is like a, a lot of people link sponsors with drivers, um, you know, 
if you go back Jimmy Johnson and Lowe's or you know whatever. Yeah. A lot of these guys will go where where the where the drivers go. Um, Carvana actually has that agreement with uh, with uh, Jimmy Johnson now. If Jimmy decides to not go back to IndyCar and go back to Cup or whatever, Carvana is going to follow him wherever he goes. Not um, happening. But well, I'm just saying. <laughs> The option, the, the option race. is there, but He's, he'll run Wilkesboro in the All Star race. Yeah, well, I'm sure he will. I'm yeah. sure he will. So, but a lot of these, a lot of the corporate sponsors that are signed on to teams, um, you know, put in a lot of money for associate sponsorships yeah. and things like that. Um, so when you look at you know an organization who may have an associate sponsorship with RCR, um, whereas they can put their 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 um, you know livery or whatever on whatever car they want to whenever they want to, right? Um, but a lot of these companies kind of sit back and go, gee, I wonder who's going to take this ride. And then when they announce, you know, Kyle Busch, who for all intents and purposes is one of the biggest stars in the in Cup Series garage area, some of these companies are going, ooh, that's actually nice. We can get, we can go up front and run up front if we put our name on this car. So a lot of these companies are just kind of sit back going, let's wait and see who puts, who they put in the car and then we'll put our money together and we'll really get a really good, you know, well, top dollar sponsorship. Well, appears this, to be so. what happening, what's happening at RCR because mm-hmm. uh, I've also heard that several of Richard's current sponsors are really excited to have Kyle in the fold. Yeah. So they're going to support that. And, um, you know, again, people say, well, why couldn't Gibbs get new sponsors if all of these new people are calling on RCR? And it's like, well, first of all, making an inquiry and saying, hey, I want to talk to you about it is a long way from signing a check. That's the first thing. The second thing is it's it's a whole different situation. It's the difference between Chevy and Toyota, difference between one owner and another. Um, Richard has been known in the industry and in business to be a really sponsor-friendly team owner. He goes way out of his way to take care of the sponsors that that uh, support him. And that's why y- you don't often see sponsors leaving Richard to go somewhere else. You see a lot of longer-term even when a Bass Pro goes off and sponsors Noah or does something else, they always stay with Richard. So, um, you know, I think this is really going to be an interesting situation to watch just from the business standpoint. That's very true. The other part of the announcement that uh, is kind of interesting and stands out a little bit is that part of the agreement that Kyle Busch has with Richard Childress is the ability to be able to run the Indy 500 um, should Kyle want to run the Indy 500, and he's already had a couple of people interested in wanting to put him in the car, they just have to connect themselves together. Um, one of them being uh, Sam, Sam Schmidt, who said he would be really interested in having Kyle come run the Indy 500 in one of his cars. He just needs Kyle's phone number. <laughs> well, I think he knows how to get a hold of Pretty him. Pretty sure he knows yeah, how to get a hold I think of him. He can, I think he can make that happen. Um, yeah, I think it would be interesting, and Kyle seems to have a desire to go do that. Of course, uh, you know, Big Brother Kurt did it and quite successfully finishing sixth in his only attempt. So um, I think it would be interesting to see what Kyle could do there. And, um, you know, again, that's starting to become fashionable. And I I suspect over the next two or three years, you'll start seeing a few more of these guys um, get out there as they have opportunity and take a shot at it. The 500 only. Yeah, I, I love the the idea of blending together motorsports, you know, genres yes, and, and figures, and, and you know, people like that. It's it's become far too you know complacent for us to go. Oh, well, we don't like IndyCar drivers. You guys stay over there in your own little paddock. Um, I, I love seeing these guys mixing it up, especially in the Xfinity series. We've had so many guys coming and going in recent years. It makes it fun um, for everyone for sure. So we're gonna step aside and uh, take a break. We'll have more news. We'll talk about Bristol and uh, and more when we come back here on the Inside Pass. Stick with us. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. 
bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. Strike two. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. My name's Eric Jones, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Well, speaking of Eric Jones, he's one of the three guys who won uh, to sweep the first round of the playoffs this year. We had uh, Eric Jones, who won at Darlington. We had Bubba Wallace, who won at Kansas. And then we had um, Chris Buescher, who won this past weekend at Bristol, to sweep the first round of the playoffs. We're up to 19 different winners now. Um, in the Cup Series uh, garage area, and I believe every I know every major manufacturer has won, and I think every team um, or every major organization uh, has won as well. So that's that's really really cool. And, and you know, going into the playoffs, we thought, oh, this is where you know the streak's going to end, and we're going to have repeat winners. But I think if you look at the rest, the the, the last seven races, uh, you know, coming up, there's a lot of tracks where we can have nine, twenty, twenty one, twenty two winners. Yeah, it's. Um 
it's interesting. I mean, I I could have never imagined getting 16, and here we are one step away from 20. And when you look at the drivers who have yet to win, um, you just have to think that it, it's, you know, it's going to happen between now and the end of the year. Just in this round alone, you got Texas and, of course, the uh, Charlotte Robles coming up. Um, Talladega is coming up, which is obviously a wild card. Um, I mean, this is a really, really, um, I think that the if, if you're going to see a 20 a different winner, it's going to happen in this round. Well, yeah. Well, Talladega, I think, is, is to me, is the wild card round. But, I mean, I almost think every single race this year has been a wild card because I wouldn't have even thought we would get to 16 different winners. We're up to 19 well, that's now. That's what I'm saying. And, you know, I mean, there's still, there's still guys who haven't won yet that should have already been in victory lane. <clears throat> Martin Trush Jr., um, to, to name one. Well, but, Blaney. I mean, Blaney hasn't won yet. I mean, that's, um, you know, I think either of those two could win at Texas. That's why I'm saying I think, you know, I think this round, and then you got the road course, the oval. So I think this round is the round where we get the 20 a different winner. When you get to the next round, it's not that we couldn't get a winner at, say, Martinsville. We know Truex can win there. But um, we, you know, it, it just more of those tracks are sort of, you know, your typical homestead obviously is a wild card, so mm-hmm. that could be. But um, I think this round is, is where you're going to get the 20th, and I think we may get to 21. I mean, we swept the first round of the playoffs with three different people. So, I mean, yeah, anything anything is that? possible um, in, in the round these days. But we, we eliminated four drivers after Bristol this weekend. Um, unfortunately, Kyle Busch being one of them. And, and you know, it's, it's crazy because if you watch the race, you know, Ford just had trouble after trouble after trouble after trouble yeah. for the first, you know, 50 laps yep. into the race. So we were having blown tires. We were having steering issues. We were having all kinds of issues. Um, ultimately, it was a blown engine that knocked Kyle out of the race for the second week in a row. Um, and if you'd have told me that back in you know February or March that he would he would end up not in the play or not into the next round of the playoffs by two blown motors in a row, um, I would have thought that you were crazy. But um, you know, I I commend Kyle Busch for keeping his composure. He you can tell he's a totally different Kyle Busch. Um, and it's almost reminiscent of the, you know, basically, I don't really care anymore. Like, I'm leaving at the end of the year. Just They can take this garbage and throw it in the dumpster. Well, I don't so, know about all that. I don't think Kyle is, I don't think that's where Kyle's head's at. I just think that, I think he's just exasperated. Um, I don't know that he's, he thinks it's trash and wants to throw in the dumpster. Kyle is going to go out and fight to win every race he's in. But but I, I just think he he just looked defeated the other night. I mean, he, he um you know, it, it, he, that, that's not how he wanted to go out for Toyota. He that's wanted true. to be in the playoffs fighting for a championship and, you know, blow motors are something a driver can do nothing about. Um, you know, and, and I think everybody jumped on, um, 2311 for sending their cars back out as if somehow that screwed Kyle Busch out of the playoffs Two blown motors screwed him out of the playoffs. It had nothing to do with what 2311 did. They're the 45 cars in the fight for the owner's championship. So, you know, and they're trying to get points and take care of their sponsors and their things too. Um, there is not, it isn't, that That had nothing to do with Kyle Busch whatsoever. Two blown motors are what cost Kyle Busch a playoff. And so for that, um, if you're going to hang it on somebody, hang it on whoever put the motors together because they didn't work. Right. Well, then you have Kevin Harvick, who's consistently talking about how bad the parts are and that they need to, you know, 
uh, get a whole new part supplier or whatever the case may be, and it's like, Kevin, yeah. all the parts come from the same place. Like, you're not getting anything different from anybody else. Like, your your, well, your I, part is coming from Well, and this is so. where you kind of get to, um, you know, when you talk about that, it's like, well, if if the only if the only te- the only one of that part, whatever that part is, right, a part. If the only one of a part breaks, and the other, you know, thirty five that are on the cars in that same race don't break, is it the parts? Is it the parts not being good, or you know, is it just a freak thing where a part breaks? I mean, I I think there are times where. You know, I agree with Kevin, like I agreed with him totally on the, the situation with the fire um, a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And NASCAR worked quickly to to contain that. And I think um, I mean, I haven't heard I haven't heard of any of the fires since they they um, re-engineered that part of the car. But, um, you know, I mean, a part is a part. You know, if everybody's breaking the same part, then it's a part. If everybody's not breaking it and only it breaks on Kevin Harvick's car. I mean, it's just a part failure. Well, Simple as that. That's true. It's not but, like we didn't have part failures before this year in Cup. But if you look at all of the Ford problems, you know that happened. It was a Ford problem. Like it didn't have. I mean, a couple of Charlotte drivers had blown tires, and maybe a couple of the you know Toyota guys. But all, if you have that many of one manufacturer, and most of them are teammates, and most of them are some sort of an alliance with each other then you think, okay, maybe you guys are setting up your cars a little differently than everybody else, and whatever you did to set it up probably wasn't working for you, and yeah. that's how you blew a tire. So yeah, well, but but the other thing is, is you know, we know that, that teams tend to over-camber the tires. Right. And, you know, but, I mean, there was a lot of talk about Goodyear bringing bad tire combination. I'll be honest with you. I, as far as I'm concerned, I was, as a fan, oh. I was fine with it. The, look at these cars... It should be, we, we, everybody complains when nothing breaks and everybody finishes. There's no cautions. It's a boring race. Um, and then everybody complains when stuff happens. Now, you know, I don't want the tires to be too good. I mean, I want those cars to be hard to drive, you know, because they're, that's the top stock car series in the country. I want, I want drivers to have to horse these cars. I don't want them to be comfortable. Um, you know, because that's how we find out who the real drivers are when you have to use both pedals. And so I'm not saying that, you know, we couldn't have a better tire combination, but I'm just saying that for me, the amount of mechanical breakdowns and all that in the race is what made it interesting. And, you know, your car breaks or your car doesn't, but you know, we had a lot of, uh, drama in that race and that's, that's what, that's what I want. And there was some great racing. I thought it was a great race. Well, you need to be able to push your car to the limits because, it, yeah. it, I mean, what's the point of, of being out there and being in the upper echelon of our sport if you're not willing to push it to the limits and see how far you can go before the tire but breaks? You, right, exactly. And you shouldn't be able to just go out and mash the pedal. Right. That's That it, was the problem with the last car. Right. So we've definitely fixed the mile and a halfs with this car, I think, it seems. Um you know, short tracks, I thought Bristol was great. I mean, I you know, Martinsville was terrible. Um, hopefully when they go back in the fall, it'll be better. Um, but I'm going to tell you the worst thing they did was put the fifth gear in the transmission because everybody's shifting on, on all tracks now. Yeah. Why that uh, you, shifting on a short track? Are you out of your mind? Like, you know, I mean, why, why did we create that atmosphere? So, um, no, I, I think, I think NASCAR has got a 
rethink some things. And I think uh, that was part of what Kevin Harvick was saying. And I think, um, I think the drivers as a whole would like to see the cars in some, in some ways actually be a little more difficult to drive. I, I do, however, think they would love NASCAR to, to, to concentrate on making it so that the car, does, the car absorbs a little more of the energy from a hit rather than the driver because that's how we've you know we've gotten injuries this year yeah that that's true there was actually uh, speaking of that there was an interview with uh, noah gregson uh over the weekend where he basically revealed that he hit his head pretty hard um during the crash at atlanta like what a month and a half ago now or something like that um and that he actually shifted in his seat about seven inches uh, from the impact of that crash, which is scary to think about. Being somebody, I mean, we 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 used to race. Seven inches is a lot, a lot of space um, that you can lose. And 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 it was not not a small guy. So no. I mean, that's a lot of that's a lot of room for a big boy uh, to move around. But I I think more so the hitting your head on the steering wheel part uh, would be very difficult to do with the Hans device on. So obviously it was a hard enough impact that you know that you were he was his his head was able to move that far. Um, to hit the steering wheel like that. Yeah, something something needs to change there. Um, and I'm sure NASCAR's looking at it. And I'm sure they'll address it. Um, again, these were these are it's a it's a GT car basically, mm-hmm. and and you haven't nobody else runs these GT cars in circles at the kind of speeds that NASCAR does. Right. So there there was bound to be some issues that would come up in NASCAR's application of this car that wouldn't be apparent when you're running on road courses all the time in, you know, in Australia, for example, with a supercar series, um, which is an almost identical car. Um, you know, they don't, they don't have that sort of situation like we've got here. So yeah, it's uh, it, it, that was a little scary when, when Noah talked about that because, you know, it's uh, we that's what we don't want. So NASCAR's definitely got some work to do there. Uh, so we've only got a few seconds left. So we'll we'll get to some of the the other little notes for the NASCAR world. Uh, Kyle Larson uh, has re-signed with Hendrick Motorsports. No surprise there. I was going to say, are 20, you shocked? No, I'm not. <laughs> 2026. I'm surprised he didn't sign um, through about 2030. At, at, well, at, I think they were only allowed to do four four year increments uh, or okay. so. So uh, in 2026, it'll be another four year contract. Yeah, uh, no sure. doubt. But he'll be with uh, with. He'll be uh, with Hendrick till Owen signs the contract. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It'll just be it'll be a Larson on the side of the door, but it'll be Owen instead yeah. of uh, Kyle. <laughs> exactly. Um, and right. then uh, during the 2023 schedule release, which we'll talk about in the next hour of the show, it was announced they will return to Auto Club Speedway in 2023 for the final two mile version of the track they keep the saying track. that yeah but i think they're actually working on it this time so we'll see what happens yeah. but anyway we'll step aside and take a break uh, thomas is coming up next we'll be right back how to be a great dad in 15 seconds bike ride go fish walk in the park phone call milkshake play catch picnic fly a kite tell jokes laugh talk read a story tell a story bumper car swing set bowling pillow fight cut loose stay tight Whew. because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? 
Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Trying to make a living and doing the best that I can. That's that's a that's a true line uh, right now. Those of you, listen, I, I know you guys. I, I wish we had cameras so you guys can see what we're what we're doing right now. But I know Tom is sitting behind the desk waiting on me to fail um, in a second <laughs> um, because in the last segment I only got the Thomas part out and I didn't get the rest of it out. And I was like, well, we only have two seconds, and his name is longer than two seconds. So I opted not to say it because I didn't want to have to do the editing later. But even coming back from break, he's looking at me like I'm waiting for you to fail at this, and so I probably I was will. Not because um, I, I crack it's under pressure. Not true. Um, let's go to the phone line um, and and have somebody bail me out of this uh, bail me out of this mess. The 2022 <laughs> Mazda MX-5 Spec Champion. I got that part twice. Right. Uh, twi- oh, he's two, two championships time, two time this champions. year. Oh wow, look at he that. He won two championships this year. This just in. Look at you being Kyle Bush. Um, uh-huh. Thomas Annunziata is on the inside pass. I got it right. Good Thank you very job, much. Man. Thomas, bail me out of here. Uh, welcome to the show. How you guys doing? Good. So so Tom tells me you are now a two uh, a, a, a two-part champion or, or two times over champion this year. So uh, you got to got to give us the breaking news here cuz I didn't know anything about this. 
Uh, yeah, so there was there was two championships. Uh, it's the Spec MX5 championship, and there's one that goes over the season. So so there's five there's five regions, right? There's uh, I think there's five, but there's the South, there's the West, there's the there's the North, and then there's the National region. And uh, I competed in the National region in the beginning of the year and ended up winning that championship. And then at uh, Circuit of the Americas for the Acacia Cup last week actually um, was for all of it like all the champions from each region came and so that was the overall championship and we went in 40 points behind and uh we swept the entire weekend we won both races fastest lap and uh we took the championship so it was a huge deal so yeah thank you guys so well, well that's how you do it i mean you sweep the weekend there's there's no better way to win a championship than sweeping the whole thing so that makes a lot of sense yeah he, he came he saw he kicked there yeah, that's exactly right. That's yeah. how that happened. Made yeah. a living and doing the best he can. Heck yeah, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, walked in and walked out with all the goods. Uh, well, that's awesome. So you won the regional and then you won the national championship is basically uh, how that worked out. Yes? Yeah. yeah. All right. So um, tell us how old you are and uh, talk to us a little bit about um, how you got started in the sport in the first place. Um. I am 17 years old, uh, and my dad's always been in racing. He does drag racing, though, because he gets sick with everything. He can't even go in the high-racing sim. Um, <laughs> that, that's really how I got into it, but once he got kids, or once he had me and stuff, uh, he didn't really race much, so I don't know. I didn't really know what I wanted to do, and I was like 10, 11 years old at the time. It was 2015. It was, just a, it was a rainy day, and there was we got bored, so my dad had the great idea to bring me to uh, an indoor go-kart track and uh the rest is history i mean I, I i went there every weekend after that and was beating up on some of these guys and i didn't really know what i was doing i just had fun doing it and then we we stumbled upon my local track uh in english town new jersey and i got my, my first taste at a, an outdoor go-kart and then we ended up running the the local championships for a few years and then, you know, it eventually went into the National Karting Championships, and now I did just competed in my first year of uh, sports car racing. What was it like moving up from the uh, the karts to the Mazda car? Because obviously there's a big difference between a go-kart and a car in terms of size and speed. But, I mean, overall, from the driving point of view, what was that like for you to transition? I know you'd done a little Legends car racing, but... Um, I'm not even sure you can really compare a Legends car to a to a Mazda. Um, I mean it's it's def it's definitely different. It's not too different though. I mean, a lot of the kids who did come from karting had a huge advantage on anyone else who didn't start in karting because you learn all the basics there anyway. You learn how to rotate the car, sure, how to lines and whatever. Really, the biggest difference was everything feels a lot slower, but. You know, you could lose the car a lot more, and there's also body weight and body roll. So now, you know, you have to, you have to, you just have to learn those those things in order to, to keep the car on track and drive fast. Because you can't just twitch the go kart in there anymore. So it's um, it, it's definitely a lot different, but at the same time, it's it's not too different. You get the hang of it very quickly. Well, at such a, a young age, you've tested a lot of different cars and, and done a lot of different things in such a short amount of time, even competing in the Baja 500 um, earlier in yeah. the year. So, I, I mean, those are all things that obviously would make you better as an overall driver. I mean, obviously, you know, whether you're 
goal is to make it into NASCAR or whatever. It's going to make you an all-around better driver because I think a lot of these kids coming up through the ranks now have, have learned that, you know, road course racing is kind of where you should start because if you get the road course racing down, the rest of it's going to be a little bit easier to figure out, I think. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I'm, I'm a firm believer in uh, the more things you drive, the better driver you become because you end up putting yourself in, in new situations and then that, that you have to discipline yourself and adapt them quick. And uh, that, I believe, gives you an advantage on other drivers for new situations when you, in, in motorsports. I, I totally get that, and I, and, and I, I, I completely agree. Um, and, yeah, road course and mastering road course, I also think would benefit you more than in, in anything else if you try anything else. I mean, road course has got everything. You've got elevation change. You've got rights and lefts, and they're all different corners each lap. It's... it's it's a huge help, and, and, and it could definitely help you with other things. Okay, so I want to go back to carts for a bit because I want to clarify for our audience a couple things. First of all, talk about the type of go-karts that you raced and some of the series you raced in. And I also want to know, what was your favorite track for karting? Ooh, okay. Um, the, uh, I was racing in, uh, well, it was, it was road course. Uh, go-karts so it's the go-karts that formula one drivers started in it's the go-karts that indycar drivers started in IMSA, you name it that's what it was and two the, cycle or four I, uh two cycle okay um and um what was i gonna say oh yeah the, the national series which were the top series was there was scusa so supercarts usa yep. uspks um and rock cup those were the biggest three uh, series. And believe it or not, Tom, my favorite, uh, my favorite tracks were the temporary tracks, the ones in between barriers and the parking lots. Really? So I did, yeah, because it, it sets a new playing field. I mean, you, whoever gets used to the track first and whoever can adapt to the new conditions quicker uh, wins the race. And, and I, I found that I could adapt to those temporary tracks quicker than a lot of other people. And I was, I was off to a good start and I was always up front, whether I won or lose, I, it, I was always at least in the fight. So I like those better. That's interesting. Cause I, I mean, I guess for carts, a parking <laughs> lot track isn't so, you know, so bad. It could, it could still be good competition. They're doing a lot of quarter midget racing in parking lots now. And that's awful for them. Um, you know, yeah. they're they're because they're they're used to very small bowl type tracks, ovals, and then you take them to a parking lot, which is perfectly flat, and the cars just don't handle any good, and the racing's terrible. Um, but I guess for carts, like I went to the Scusa Nationals one year, I thought that was really yeah. interesting. So I can see where that would be a challenge for you, knowing the kind of young man that you are. I could see that being a real challenge for you, and you enjoying the challenge of it. Yeah, and that definitely. So again, those tracks were were my favorite. I mean, you got close walls. They're super fast corners. There's no you can't really find a a, a breaking point or or something on the track to like a brake marker or or a turning marker. You can't really find those anymore because it's just nothing but walls and parking lot. And I, again, yeah, that that I, I found that my I was adapt. So I mentioned earlier you competed in the Baja uh, 500 uh, earlier this year, and you mentioned it's one of the items that's on your bucket list. So talk a little bit about uh, competing in that race, and what else is on your bucket list for races? 
Uh, yeah, that race was that was crazy. I mean, it was it was this big doom buggy, and we didn't know what we were, what we were getting into. I was me and a few other buddies. We were, I believe, I believe we were the youngest ever team to to com- to complete that race. It was me. I was sixteen at the time, and it was me and a bunch of other sixteen, fifteen year olds who uh, who would swap places. And oh my god, it was crazy. I mean. It's not what you think. I mean, we're on mountains, and there's 300-foot drops on the side of you, and there's there's nothing to, to help or save you. It's it's crazy. Um, it's almost like rally, too, where, I mean, you're going down these, these desert kind of things and these ramps, and there's just fans all around you. It was, it was, it was, it was dangerous. I mean, there was a few people who, who went to the hospital for uh, various reasons, but wow, it was, it was, it was crazy. I mean, you're, completely in the middle of nowhere in the middle of nowhere we had no wi-fi or or tv or anything for a week we were in bunkers in this weird mountain <laughs> i mean <laughs> it was it was serious it's what it's exactly what you would expect in the movies i mean it was unreal you're 17 did you go into like convulsions and start shaking uncontrollably because you couldn't like tweet or you know jump on snapchat or tiktok or anything oh my god God, yes i mean there's (laughs) there's there was this restaurant like mm, i don't know almost a mile down and and i'd walk there every night just to be able to call my girlfriend and call my my family and check out what's going on in the world but i i would walk a mile i don't care if it was 10 p.m 11 p.m i'd walk a mile get there and sit there for hours just getting back to the world and then I have to leave it again which is tough but again at the same time it wasn't bad too because it's different right I mean that's how everyone else used to live back then so it was kind of cool to to experience like I guess what the likes of you guys experienced back in the day but no wait 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 are you calling us old Thomas (laughs) what what are you implying here are we relics I mean I'm I'm giving you a buzzer for that. Guys, experience, experience. Okay. What's What's funny is is that like if you ask kids today, you know, the, the, how do you know you were how do you know that you were living, you know, like living in the rough or whatever? Like, well, I have Wi-Fi signal. Like that's the yeah. number one thing. <laughs> yeah. Like you could yeah. be. I have my cell phone carrier. I could be outside my house and not have cell phone service and feel like I'm in the sticks. But um, it's funny. Mm-hmm. The, the number one thing on everybody's list is uh, if I don't have Wi-Fi signal, I must be in the sticks. Like I, I must be in the boonies. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. somewhere else. Um, so, so talk a little bit about the rest of 2022 and maybe into 2023, if you already know what you're doing next year, what are the, what's the plans for the next, uh, I guess, year or so? Um, so, well, coming up for the rest of the year, I have the, the last couple rounds of Lucas Oil Formula Car Racing. Um, we are currently leading the championship. There's two more rounds left. We get that. We have 75 grand towards the Road to Indy Series. Nice. I am competing in my first TA2 event in three weeks at VIR. We got some sponsorship and, and some money there that could help us uh, support that that race. We have, um, I have, well, now because I, I, I won the, the championship in the Spec MX-5, I believe we have an automatic, uh, I think we're automatically finalists in the MX-5 Cup shootout, which is the IMSA MX-5 Cup racing. So if, if we get that, we will run the entire season next year in that. Um, and I, I believe we are running the entire season in TA2 next year. So depending on whether or not I win 
the uh, the shootout for MX5 Cup. Uh, I I will or will not be running the whole season next year and K2 and uh, Lauren Rainier, uh, who who manages us. We um we I believe we'll be doing a few tests and late models at the end of this year, maybe a month or so, and we'll see where that goes. But I mean we're doing everything possible. I mean road course, open wheel, closed wheel, yeah. now oval. We'll be back with more right after this. Everywhere you go, you hear it and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in, you need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles, and now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters, and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. I'm Matt DiBenedetto, the brutally honest NASCAR driver, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. We uh, went to commercial break. As Thomas was talking to Thomas, I apologize for that. But uh, 
We are back, and so uh, we're going to give you a couple of seconds to uh, talk a little bit about your sponsors and your social media. Where can people find you and follow you if they are interested in following your career? All right. Um, my my sponsors are Towson Watch Company and Nerd Focus Energy Drinks, uh, Bayshore Mortgage fun- Funding, and uh, PHL Racing. Uh, and you could find me on Instagram at Thomas Anunziata. 15, no spaces, or underscores, just Thomas Nunziata, 15. Okay. Well, I'm, glad, I'm glad that you said your name because uh, that frees <laughs> me from having to do it. Uh, in all seriousness, so congratulations on uh, both the regional and uh, the national championship. Uh, and, and you, you know, you're welcome to come on here anytime. Usually, this show brings good luck to everybody, but you've already won the championship, so maybe you'll bring us good luck for a change. He's going to go win at VIR, and there hopefully, I'll be there to there see it. Go. See, yeah, there That's, you go. Yeah. Then we'll have to bring him back That'd again. Be great. That's exactly That'd right. Be great. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, Tom, uh, Thomas, ha- have a great rest of the your uh, your year, and uh, congratulations again on those championships. Thank you so much. No problem, Thomas Nunziata, everybody, uh, spec champion for uh, 2022. Uh, goes to show you that there is there's there's far more to uh, motorsports than just NASCAR, IRL, and uh, in oh for uh, sure. So, um, and I, I feel like a lot of times you know we have a lot of these kids on. Um, that run, uh, you know, Formula Three Thousand, Formula Two Thousand, and you know all the the other series, all the feeder series for F One, um, IndyCar Racing, uh, and NASCAR, and they don't get enough TV time. We talk all the time about how you know NASCAR doesn't seem to want to care too much about playing the ARCA races live or anything like that. Um, so you got to do the research. Uh, you got to go out there and and find when these races are on TV. Um, subscribe to whatever streaming channels you need to subscribe to 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 watch them. But watch these kids in action because uh, the future of the sport is very, very bright. Yeah, the Mazda series is actually a really competitive series, and there there are some highly talented racers. So Thomas didn't just beat out a bunch of amateurs. He he had to race against a lot of highly talented young road course racers, and that series, because it's spec, it's not, there, there aren't great differences between the cars. It's driver and, and uh, racing the racetrack. So Thomas did a great job. And he's 17. I don't 17. even remember what I was, I've, I'm pretty sure I was eating pizza. And- we'll be back with more right after this. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. 
Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Welcome back to the Inside Pass, and uh, taking this uh, opportunity to uh, thank one of our uh, one of our partners here on the Inside Pass. If you are a member of LinkedIn or you uh, go to LinkedIn at any point in time, um, there's a really cool program that's going to help you get uh, more followers and uh, more clients if uh, you're business oriented and minded. And uh, Tom has all the details on how you can do it. Yeah. So if you're on LinkedIn and you are looking for um, a lead gen software, if you are Um, I mean, I know as a business owner myself, you're always trying to expand your network and, um, it, it always helps when you have a software that can save you bunches and bunches of time and, um, help you to put more meetings on your calendar, et cetera. And, uh, Connected, K-E-N-N-E-C-T-E-D, Connected is that lead gen software. I use it. It works really well for me. Um, It is so easy. A caveman can do it because I can. So um, here's how it works. Basically, you go to LinkedIn, and if you're looking for, let's say, um, you know, directors of marketing in, um, you know, Tennessee, for example, then you can type that into LinkedIn and it'll bring you up a list of all of the directors of marketing in Tennessee. And then you take that list and you just export it into um, your uh, Get Connected software. And you can email uh, those people. It gives you all the information that you need, the name, the email address, where they are, all of that good stuff. And you can then use it to uh, interact with your network as you normally would. So it basically saves you tons of time versus trying to grow your network one or two people at a time. 
It's very quick. It adds three to seven new meetings for you per week, depending on obviously what it is that your uh, business is, but it works super well. I have been nothing but happy with it, which is why I talked to them about uh, being a part of our shows because I wanted to promote them. I like promoting things that work well because if it works well for me, it might help someone else grow their business too. So here's here it is. It's $89 a month. That's it. Super cheap. Now, if you want their concierge package, it's a one-time $750 charge for life. That's it, once, and then you're $89 a month. Getconnected.com slash steeringwheelnation. We'll be right back. You own a performance car, and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their car, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. I'm Chase Elliott, and you're listening to the Inside Pass.
Welcome back to the Inside Pass. The second hour of our show uh, begins here in a second. We're going to talk about the Truck Series. Speaking of the Truck Series, Tom, next week we're going to bring the cows home. Going to bring the cows home? Yes. Oh, that must mean Tyler Ingram's yes, on the show. Ingram's Is he on the coming show. in studio? I don't know. Probably not. Oh, man. Okay. Well, hopefully he. I mean, well, we don't have enough room for the cow. I was gonna say maybe maybe he is, but he would literally be bringing the cows home, and I don't think we have enough room in our pasture for the cows. Well, I mean, so. the morning show, the home ad show in the morning, some people sell cows I'm once sure in a while. Do. They sell goats. I mean, it's sure. Statesville, North Carolina. That that's what happens here. We'll see. So, we'll reach out and know, see if we can get time yeah, to come in. We'll That'd be to awesome ride a cow in. That would be good. <laughs> right. <laughs> Save ride, a horse, ride, ride a cow. Ride a cow straight into the studio. That's right. And the cow can sit right here That's during right. the show. Yeah. You've even got an extra microphone for the cow to speak. I mean, if, if if you can milk the cow, we'll do that too, and then I'll have my next week's supply because I'm a milkaholic. So. Probably be better. He'd probably be easier for him to bring his micro sprint than it would be his cow. But, <laughs> probably. Um, we'll see what happens. I mean, yes, uh, Tyler Ancrum, our buddy, is going to be here um, next week on the show. So uh, we're looking forward to having him. Uh, his teammate Chase was on a couple weeks ago. Um, still don't know if he decided on hot dogs or buffalo wild wings, so uh, I'll have to uh, I'll have to figure out. I'll have to ask Tyler if he, if he knows uh, from Chase what he, what he ended up eating that night. But uh, nonetheless, speaking of the Truck Series, um, the Truck Series races were at Bristol on Thursday night this week because the Cup Series ran on Saturday night. Um, so an unusual Thursday night race. I freely admit I didn't even know that they were racing on Thursday night until I got a notification on my phone that, that, from Hulu that the race was on. Wow. I was like, wait, what? Because um, I wasn't even thinking about it being a Saturday night race, and so the truck's running on Thursday night. But it was cool to see uh, Chandler Smith was an, had another strong run uh, in the early going of the race. Um, looked like he was going to be the class of the field, but a late a late race uh, pit stop uh, kind of put him a little bit behind. Um, and Ty Majeski ended up in victory lane. Not only was that his first ever Truck Series win, but it put him in the final four at Phoenix. And I think if you're going to do it, you might as well do it in style. Well, that's true. Um, and that was overdue. Um, Ty has been so yeah, close so many times this year for Thor Sport and finally got it done. And I'm thrilled to see it, um, you know, had a, had a late race restart and just pulled it off brilliantly. Zane Smith drove from 35th starting spot to second, um, but just didn't have the speed to, uh, to beat out uh, Ty at the end. Um, that was a great win for Ty. That he should have won a national race back in Xfinity when he was racing for Roush, but that mm-hmm. was back when that sixty car. Um, good grief! I mean, everybody that drove it crashed it, uh, you know, and and so you knew it wasn't uh, the people driving it; it was the car. That that thing was jinxed from the start, um, and so. Um, you know, I'm I'm glad to see him finally get that win, and I suspect it won't be the last. In fact, I would uh, I would keep my eye on that young man for the championship because, you know, you give him a little hint that okay, I just won a race. Now he's going to go out and turn it up just that little bit more, and I bet he wins again before the playoffs. Are Momentum over. is what we That's always right. talk about, and not only that, but just with Thorsport, we know how good Thorsport is, especially when it comes to the championship yep. race um, every year, because of course uh, Ben Rhodes is the defending champion. That's uh, right. And so. Um, he's a throw sport driver too. A uh, big hit for Josh Rayum uh, also Ooh, um, at yeah. Bristol. Um, he uh, ended up getting uh, taken to the infield care center. He is he's going to end up being okay, obviously. But uh, you don't like you don't see I don't like to see hits like that. No, not at all. 
That was scary. Yeah, it was uh, something that you, you don't, as a former driver, something you know that you get uh, nervous about, especially when, when that kind of thing happens. Yeah. But good to see the Josh is going to be okay. Um, and then also uh, something I didn't know, uh, Jesse Little was making his last start in the truck series or yeah. last start in a, in a car, car period or truck period. He's, he's on. He said he was going to do something different. I, do you have any idea what he's going to do? No, I actually um, reached out to him the other day to to get. Um, you know, to get a little more of an explanation, but he was, I'm sure he was still at the track. So um, hopefully we'll hear something from him this week because um, I really want to know if he's, he's doing something else at the track. Cause he did say, I will see everybody around the track still. Mm-hmm. So something else is going on. And um, it's a shame because I, Jesse got 150% out of everything that he drove. Um, and he was one of those guys that just was able to do a lot with a little when he had his own team, um, and I think it's, it's too bad that, um, you know, he's stepping back from the seat, but, um, obviously he got some sort of an opportunity that he just couldn't pass up. So, well, so hopefully we'll have a, a update on what his plans are, um, yeah, as we week. come in yeah, next week or in the weeks ahead. So the, uh, all three schedules have been released, uh, for trucks, Xfinity and cup. Uh, so since we're talking about the truck series, we'll go ahead and uh, kind of talk about the truck series schedule. For 2023, relatively remains pretty much unchanged. For the most part, two new tracks have been added to the schedule, the first of which, which, by the way, if this doesn't prove that somebody in NASCAR listens to us when we talk, because a couple of weeks ago I mentioned how ARCA was running at Milwaukee, and I was like, hey, it'd be kind of cool if one of the series went back to Milwaukee, and guess what? The truck series is going back to Milwaukee. Um, they will race the Milwaukee Mile on uh, August the 27th, which is actually a Sunday race for them, the second race of their round of 10. Um, so they'll get uh, center stage on uh, on that race weekend uh, for the first time since 2009. And the one that I'm excited about, we, the, we last week we mentioned the All-Star Race being at North Wilkesboro. And uh, I said that, well, they kind of need a companion race that they're going to run by themselves that weekend. And it's going to be the trucks. The trucks are going to run All-Star Weekend at North Wilkesboro for the first time since 1996 on Saturday, May the 20th. Yeah, that should be fun. That gets another bill. Um, it's, uh, again, the truck series needs more of these short tracks. I have said from the start that the truck series should be on primarily short tracks and tracks under three quarters of a mile and then throw your occasional bigger track in. Um, I think that's where the series is at its best, despite uh, the fact that um, it didn't work well last week at Bristol because of the uh, the the PJ1. But um yeah, I think, you know, Milwaukee, first of all, is going to draw a great crowd, I'm sure, for that race. Um, and uh, it's a great uh, neutral track for the playoffs and injects just a little more excitement because, again, it's a mile track. Um, and then, of course, Wilkesboro, anything you run with the all-star race there makes it better. And um, it kind of follows the same format that we had for the all-star race at Charlotte, the That's truck true. series. That's very yeah. true. Uh, so the Truck Series playoffs will begin at uh, Lucas Oil Raceway Park or Lucas Oil Indianapolis Raceway Park Motor Speedway, whatever it's called, <laughs> um, Friday, August the 11th. And uh, then they will also crown their champion in uh, Phoenix on uh, Friday, November 3rd. So for the fourth consecutive year. So um, great to see the trucks going back to sort of their roots uh, and, and bringing some of these older tracks back into the fold. Um, switching over to Xfinity series now, I, I made the joke that if I had a dollar for every time that Noah Gregson's won a race in the last few weeks, I'd have three dollars. 
um, and I'm still <laughs> looking for nobody to give me the three dollars that he he now owes me for the three third. Especially since I picked him last week in fantasy NASCAR and he gave me all the points. So thanks. I don't know because yeah, my, somehow my, I went my from cup pick was not that great in fantasy. I don't know how this happens. Well, I think you had you well. Zane finished second, so it wasn't him. It wasn't. It was your Xfinity and cup pick, but I don't. Oh I, really? I can, yeah, I no. can't remember who you I remember who who I you picked, either. but um, I, I think you picked. Um, I don't remember who you picked. I, I picked Harvick in the Cup Series. We, well, that's well. There you go. That's that's one reason. I, don't I think you picked Ty in the Xfinity Series. And that's right. Had, yeah. Yeah. Terribly. So. Yeah. Um, that's what you get. Um, so anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll do fantasy NASCAR here in a little bit. But Noah is on a three race win streak yes, now as is. we head to. Uh, what they go to Talladega next? No, they go to Texas. Yeah, Trucks is not uh, racing this Correct. week. Xfinity is. So Xfinity goes to Texas, a track that Junior Motorsports is very, very good at. So there's a very high possibility that Noah could get four in a row. I don't know what the what the record is right now, but I'm, I feel like he's getting pretty close. Yeah, I mean. Be. It's And again, this is what we expected from Noah Gregson or what we have expected from Noah Gregson for the last two years. He finally, you know, again, he had his moment there at the road course earlier this year where he took out Sage Karam on the straightaway. But other than that, um, you know, Noah really is finally settling down and he's he's focusing just on on walking laps and winning races and and. uh not letting his emotions get the best of him. And his mental game has been his weakness all along. And we see what happens when when he just goes and does. And I, I could see him get four races in a row uh, at Texas. You know, it's, it's uh, he, again, the road to the championship, I think at this point in that series, goes through Noah Gregson, although Ty Gibbs is still, you know, still in the hunt. But uh, Noah certainly is the guy right now with all the momentum on his side and the more races he wins, you know, that's just only going to get more uh, prevalent. More feathers in his cap and weight on his body. We're going to step aside (laughs) and uh, take a break. all that beard. Exactly. Uh, We'll have more with the Xfinity Series when we come back on the Inside Pass. Stick with us. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. 
Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Hi, this is John Androsik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate, Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcoming. Pass it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. So we, we talked about the Xfinity Series uh, championship standings as we head into uh, Texas this weekend. And uh, there are currently four drivers, uh, obviously, below the cut line. Now, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about how Jamie Clemens had gotten uh, disqualified after his win, uh, it was a tele. No, it was a Daytona, right? Yeah. Um, because of uh, some some part or something that was uh, out at not in NASCAR's uh, lineage, um, he appealed that uh, penalty and actually won the appeal, which is crazy because it never happens. Um, so he got reinstated in his spot. So now he's actually above the cut line by zero points uh, over Sam Mayer. So essentially, they're tied for eighth. Um, but Jamie's listed as the eighth place driver because he's won a race. Sam right. is not. Um, so as uh, I think this uh, weekend at Texas is a cutoff race for the, the the top eight. So right now, Sam Mayer, Daniel Hemrick, Riley Herbst, and uh, Ryan Sieg are the guys below the cut line. Um, but uh, going back to what you were saying earlier, Noah's the star of the show right now. So uh, everybody else is playing for second place at this point. Well, but and again, I think when you look at that group of four drivers um, and throw Jeremy Clemens in there, you know, Clemens, if he... The, the hard part for him is I feel like if this were Talladega, I would like his chances a lot better, exactly. right? At Texas, I'm not sure that he squeaks in. I think any of those four are likely to finish ahead of Jeremy Clemens in, in the race and, um, you know, and, may, and squeak into the playoffs. And I think, I think there's at least two of those four uh, who I feel like could actually pull out a win at Texas, Sam Mayer being one of them. Yeah. There's only four points separating the, the drivers in 8th, ninth, 10th, 11th, and yeah. 12th, um, which if you think about playoff, or not playoff, but stage points, um, you know, and the well, like, it could too. easily change yeah. at any point yep. in time. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see. And even Brandon Jones is only five points ahead of everybody else uh, in 7th. Austin Hill is 11 points ahead in 6th. Josh Berry is 17 points ahead in 5th. So... You know, if, if, say, a guy like Sam Mayer or Daniel Hemmett goes out and wins the first stage of the race, that's 10 points they've made up already right there, yeah. assuming that none of those guys finish in the top 10. Um, so I feel like 
more so than the race, I think qualifying is actually going to be super important this weekend because you want to start up front and have a chance to be there for the first end of the first stage. Because if you had to start in the back and have to work your way up and one of these guys is already ahead of you, it's going to make it really, really tough to gain those points you need to stay ahead. Well, and that's really um, another, I, I think, another problem Jeremy's going to have is because he generally doesn't qualify in the front. And, you know, it's just tough because you want to see guys like Jeremy get in the playoffs and have a shot at the title. Um, those guys desperately need the money that comes with that. They need the notoriety that comes with that. Um, but, uh, you know, unfortunately, I, I just I don't see at Texas. I don't see Jeremy Clemens having the outright speed to race with um, a good share of those drivers, Hemrick or, you know, or Sam. Um, you know, those guys, I think, are going to be a little better than Jeremy. So unless he plays an amazing strategy that works out um, and, and he ends up finishing ahead or all those guys have bad luck, which we I mean, anything can happen. We know that. But I think uh, barring any really strange circumstances for those guys, I think uh, I, I don't think Jeremy's going to survive in that spot. Well, that remains to be seen uh, what happens, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll kind of see what happens when they leave Texas Motor Speedway. So we talked about uh, Brandon Jones earlier in the show as well, signing a, a contract to drive the nine car next year. So we kind of know where – we know that Noah's going over to uh, GM, Petty GMS to drive the 42 car that in Ty Dillon is in yep. um, right now. So that left the nine car open. There was a lot of rumors about who it could be, but uh, Brandon Jones comes, comes through and says, nope, it's going to be me. I'm going to drive that car. And from what I've seen, uh, you know, in press releases and even with interviews with Junior, Junior seems super excited about having Brandon Jones come drive this car for him. Yeah, Junior likes Brandon's style. And, you know, that was an interesting, it was an announcement that we didn't see coming um, because we wouldn't have, right? I mean, he was with Joe Gibbs. Um, this, This appears on the surface to be basically a lateral move, you know, a sideways move. You're going from one winning organization to another in the same series. Um, but I think for me, when I look at it, um, I feel like Brandon is a good fit for a junior, for the junior organization. I think his personality, his driving style, um, the way that he approaches a race, I think all, uh, kind of reminds me a lot of a Justin Allgaier. Um, and I think that will really, I think he'll bring some spark, uh, to, to that car, just like obviously Noah has. Um, so to me, I feel like it actually positions him a little better. Um, and it gives JGR an opportunity to maybe take somebody like a Sammy Smith, if they think he can go right from Arca to Xfinity, well, they've got a car for him, you know, or like I said, John Hunter Nemechek, maybe, or Chandler Smith, maybe. I mean, there's, there's a lot of, um, a lot of a lot of things that could play out uh, within that Toyota group of drivers for those two cars that are open, so it's going to be interesting to see. Um, but I I think it was a great decision for Brandon, and I think he's going to fit real well there and have a real shot to win the championship. Yeah, I, I, he needs to be. I feel like he needs to be in an organization because if you think about you know the last several years, especially over at, uh, at Gibbs, you've had Ty Gibbs come. And then, like a house of fire, he left, uh, or he assume assume he's leaving. He's probably going to be in the eighteen car. He's leaving. Um, but <laughs> it seems like every year or so, they always have one guy or a couple of guys that come into the JGR camp that seem to outshine Brandon Jones. And it's not that Brandon's not doing bad; he's just being outshined by 
you know, somebody else, if you look at the 18 car this year, um, with all, or yeah, no, the, yeah, the 18 car, um, this year, all the different drivers that have been in that car, Trevor Bain, yeah. um, has been, has done a, an absolute fantastic yep. job and feel, I feel like he should be a candidate for that ride full time. Um, but you've had other guys that have come in and, and ran that 18 car, you know, on a part-time trial basis. Uh, Ryan Truex has actually done pretty good on the car when he's been in it. Um, and, and so, you know, you, you get these guys coming in um, on the part-time basis and running these cars, and you got Brandon Jones, who's been here the whole time, and it's not like he's doing bad. It's just those guys are kind of doing better than he is, and it's like, you yep. know, am I really getting the best equipment? Um, whereas going over, I mean, obviously the nine car is not the house car. That would probably be Justin Allgaier because he's been there from the beginning. Um, but it's probably the second best car in their stable. And, I don't and, think there's a difference. Think, no. no, they're probably. Well, I don't you're, think you're there's probably a difference. Really right. and, I, and I don't think there is at Gibbs either. But like you said, there's always been that other. Um, although Brandon's led a lot of races and then ended up just with bad luck or he ends up in a crash or whatever. It's just. That's true. Um, and then the other thing I think about JGR is there is a chance I think you could see maybe one full time Xfinity car with a driver like Nemechek in it. And then potentially they they either use one as an all star car, um, and but get rid of one car basically because I know Ty still would like to run some Xfinity even if he goes to Cup. So if he wants his five races, then maybe you make that an all star car and have your variety of drivers, but only have two full time cars instead of three. So we'll have to see what Joe Gibbs decides to do. But I think this could be an opportunity to uh to downsize the Xfinity group a little bit if Toyota um doesn't have drivers for all those cars. Well I, I don't think I, I don't think the problem is Toyota doesn't have the drivers. I don't think they have the cars because I mean you know, we talk about Kyle Bush and going over to uh, Chevrolet and taking his four trucks with him or three trucks with him, um potentially four if he drives. Um but the the two guys in that Toyota camp, you talked about John Hunter Nemechek earlier, you know, potentially maybe getting a spot. Now he's starting the car this weekend in the 18th. Yep. Um, and then Corey Heim, even though Corey Heim doesn't have a full season under his belt, he's a perfect candidate for one of those part-time, you know, five-race rides um, with the organization. If they've got nowhere else for him to go, they're going to have to put him somewhere. And if the if Toyota doesn't get more trucks, you're only going to have four at Thor Sport, and that's it. Well, I'm betting you see another Toyota truck team. Between now and and the next, I think in the next uh, few weeks or so, you're going to see an announcement and there will be another Toyota truck team. um, And it may be a former Toyota truck team. So we'll kind of, you know, we'll let you all uh, let you all just sort of hang on that and think about it. And then we'll we'll keep you in the loop. But I'm suspecting that there may be because I do think Toyota would still want to have that foothold. Now, they've got. Hattori could expand. You've got on point that could go to two full-time trucks. If Toyota puts some money into it. Um, you know, there are a number of Toyota teams that are smaller teams, but there's also one team that's with a different manufacturer that was previously with Toyota that I, I would bet could be talked into going back to Toyota. If in fact, um, the situation were right. And if Toyota felt it needed just that many more trucks, but we'll see. Well, and you also, if you think about, you know, like the future, of you know the sport and some of these drivers that are coming into these teams and kind of buying them buying their way in like Brad Keselowski. Keselowski had a truck series team for the longest time. Roush had one too, yep. um, and, and he's already said you know in, in interviews and stuff that the, the plan, the long term plan for the Roush Fenway Keselowski organization is to go back to a four car Cup team at somewhere down the road. So who's to say that they don't venture back into Xfinity or, or you know even in the truck series somewhere down the road. Um, yeah, you know, I so. mean, it'll be interesting because, like I said, there's a lot of moving parts right now. 
Um, and the Kyle Busch, the Chevy thing definitely shook up uh, the the truck series in terms of the driver development pipeline. So Toyota's got a lot of drivers they got to have space for. So I guess we'll see where, where that goes. Definitely not a good problem to have uh, at this point in time, yeah. especially if you're a Toyota team. So the NASCAR uh, Xfinity Series schedule... Uh, pretty much uh, just like the truck series, sort of mimics uh, exactly what it was this year, with the exception of two new road courses that are being added to the to the uh, schedule. One of them, of course, uh, is the street course at Chicago because uh, you know they got to shoot it more than just Cup cars. Um, and then the other one is uh, Sonoma. So the Xfinity series is going to run uh, Sonoma with the Cup series this year, which is really kind of cool um, because I don't think uh, it's been a long time I think since Xfinity has ran uh, Sonoma. So. Yeah, um, and that, again, I think the idea of going, you know, doing a little more road course racing with that series is a good thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think you need to differentiate more between the three series, and I think they're they're hinting at that, at least, uh, taking a step toward that with the trucks having those couple of more short track events um, and the, the Xfinity cars getting a couple of more road races, um, which I think is is awesome, and it it's only going to help driver experience before they get to the Cup Series. So I think it's good. Yep. We'll take a break, and we'll be back with more right after this. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-race com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, 
be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. And you're listening to the best guys on the radio, the Inside Pack. Well, I'm sure you can guess by now what the Cup Series schedule is going to look like. Um, if you've been listening to the show for the last 25 minutes, we've been talking about the Xfinity Series and Truck Series schedules, but we haven't mentioned Cup. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll mention Cup um, here in a, in a second. I, I want to get to uh, Black Flag, Checker Flag, and Fantasy NASCAR um, before we get too far ahead because I don't want to forget about those. Um, so we'll do Black Flag and Checker Flag first. Uh, and, and again, the rules are you can pretty much Black Flag or Checker Flag anything, anyone, any entity uh, from the week's worth of racing. And uh, so I, I've already got mine. So do you want to start, Tom, and do yours first this time? Uh, sure. Okay. So I'm going to start with my checkered flag first and i'm gonna give my checkered flag to bristol motor speedway for pulling off what i thought overall again with the exception of the truck race friday was a great race weekend and to the nascar fans that was the biggest crowd at bristol motor speedway in about 10 years so something is being lit in nascar in terms of fan interest again and people are getting back to the tracks which i love seeing um and uh good to see the crowd back up at bristol my black flag um is gonna go actually to noah gregson because noah drove through ty gibbs and put him into um i can't remember who it was that uh, ty was running next to ended up in the wall both of them and um and and that that kind of set up uh, the demise of Ty in that race, and um, I can't remember who the other car was, but it was—I I know it was—it was an impactual uh, car. Was it Castle? Maybe I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, I think, I think Castle it was, was Castle. Pretty good. Yeah, um, and you know, it was just a case of Noah trying to squeeze his car in where it didn't just didn't have room. Um, so I'm going to give him a black flag because I got I got a black flag somebody. Um, that's kind of where I'm at. <laughs> All right, so it's I've got uh, I've got two checkered flags uh, <laughs> this week. Uh, my first is going to go to uh, Austin Hill for winning Rookie of the Year in the Xfinity Series. Um, not that that's a huge surprise; he didn't have a ton of competition. But anytime you can win Rookie of the Year, it means it means something. And of course, he's going to be a future driver. I feel like over at RCR at some point in time in the near future. So, um, congratulations to him. And also uh, another checkered flag to uh, RFK Racing. Our, 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 Right, Roush, Roush? RFK. Yeah, RFK. you're right. Yeah. I was making sure it wasn't RFK. Roush Fenway Keselowski. Um, yeah, Roush Fenway uh, More so not because of Chris Busher's win, but because Brad Keselowski actually led more laps last or last Sunday night or last Saturday night than he's led the entire year. Um, and I feel like the team has finally started to turn um, a little bit of a curve now. And, you know, from somebody who's watched racing their entire life, I loved seeing Roush Fenway up front. Yes. Um, you know, I miss seeing those cars being dominant. Um, and being one of the top organizations in the in the Cup Series garage, so uh, kudos to Keselowski for not only making those cars, uh, you know, or helping to get the team back up to where they they, they want to be and where they need to be, um, but also uh, for you know sort of giving us a little glimpse into the future of wanting to be back to a four car organization again. And I'm going to throw a checkered flag in for Chris Busher for signing autographs at 1 a.m. in the morning. 
That's I, I think that's so cool. And uh, my brain just kicked in. It was not Castle. It was Sheldon Creed. Ah, I was not thinking, Sheldon I was thinking, out of the playoffs. For somewhere, somewhere I was thinking Austin Hill. But yeah, yeah it was Sheldon, Sheldon Creed. Creed. It that's took right. away Sheldon's playoff uh, that, hopes. That yeah. is true. Uh, Chris Buescher, by the way, move. is also he's a very, very cool guy. He's been on the show really a couple is. of times. Yeah. Um, we've been trying to get him on. Um, I think it might be easier now that he's won a race, but we'll see. Um, but uh, we'll keep you posted on that. Uh, my black flag is going to uh, whoever does the motors at Cape uh, K- uh, <laughs> I'm going to second that, um, too. Because how do you lose two motors in two weeks? Um, I know that they don't have anything necessarily to do with it, um, but, man, that's you know heartbreaking for, for Kyle, who just wants to win races and do good um, and getting knocked out of the playoffs. And, and the fact that even though he said he wasn't going to stick around to the end to see if he made it in, you, you know it had to kill him having to sit through basically the second half of the race or, you know, most yeah. of the second quarter or the last quarter of the race just to see. And he still only lost by what, two points or one point, something like that. Um, not making it in. So um, conspiracy theorists can say whatever they want about, you know, the 2311 sending their cars back out on the track and knocking him out of the playoffs. Or, well, you know, the you know, NASCAR whatever, fan but. base is so WWE in there in the way that they look at all this like they're always looking for who's the heel you know what's the angle you know they want somebody to shoot on somebody and you know um by the way for those of you not into wrestling that doesn't mean with a gun it just means like tattle or tell the story of um you know what's, well, I knew what what's you were the deal about. yeah um well you know we have fans around the world well, i just want to make sure that they don't think we're you know um we don't yeah, condone violence it's, on the but show. it's just it's just so silly to watch twitter and and, and the other socials after uh, in a situation like this because you know it's always like somebody's doing something bad um you know the only the only the only bad thing that happened is that is two motors blew up which means you know more than likely um and again it could be two unrelated situations with each motor so you can't even really blame the people who put the motors together. But, uh, you know, that's why I said earlier, it's not 2311's fault that Kyle would make the playoffs. He blew up two motors. You know, that's it's true. it's the motors' fault. <laughs> it's funny, though, because the same people that are, you know, all, why did these, why did 2311 send their cars back on the track and not Kyle out of the playoffs? So the same people that cheered when his engine blew five laps ago. Yeah. <laughs> Um, because yeah. it knocked Kyle out of the race. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what do you What do you want? You don't want him to well, win. The, you don't want him in the race, but you don't want him out of the race either. I don't know what you want. Well, you know, and and, and the the other thing I found funny is, you know, Austin Dillon's always been silver spoon and doesn't deserve to be in the car and all that. And it was amazing how many people were like, "Way to go, Austin!" When they found out he was the one that made yeah. the first call to Kyle, that basically got the whole thing going for him to come over there. So, right. you know, it's just it's funny to watch the NASCAR fan base because it's very driver centric and it's very they're always looking for you know that hidden thing that um, you know that made something happen. Somebody always did something on purpose, or you know, there's like you said, conspiracy theory. Um, you know, it's just uh, it's just fun. It's funny it's too. Fun to like we talked about it last week, uh, too, where you know everybody's like Kyle Busch is going to go to RCR, and everybody's like, oh, you know, he should be in the three car. It's like, well, yeah, but five yeah, years that, ago when Austin <laughs> Dillon joined the team, yeah, you didn't want you the didn't three want you, didn't want, yeah. you, didn't, you wanted the three retired yeah. and not even be on the track anymore. But because it's Kyle Busch now, everybody's okay with him driving the three car. Well, and here's the other thing. Then I then I get argued with when I say that Kyle Busch is the most polarizing driver since Dale Earnhardt in the fact that whether you love him or hate him, you're always watching him 
right? Like all the Earnhardt fans. No, 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 no. You can't, you can't compare him to Dale. You know, it's like, <laughs> well, I just did. And now, you know, you, you are now saying, well, we'll put him in the three because he's more like Dale than Austin. Like, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's funny too, because, you know, we, we talked about how much Kyle Busch has, has sort of changed over the last several weeks. I mean, you know, now that he knows where he's going and, you know, it kind of felt like yeah. it's kind of a career resurgence sort of thing for him, you know, being able to go back to Chevrolet where he was originally during the, the, in, the driver intros Saturday night, you know, how they play your theme music or yeah. whatever. You walk out WWE style and they're all booing him and, you know, he's just smiling from ear to ear and everyone's like, oh, you know, that's just Kyle being Kyle. No, that's just Kyle because they know he he's getting a reaction. And anybody who's been a, a fan of our sport for, you know, this is 50, 60 years or whatever know that it was Dale Earnhardt himself who said it doesn't matter if they cheer you or boo you. As long as you're getting a reaction out of them, then that means they're, that you are on their mind. That was Kyle being WWE. Remember, yeah. he, he is a former WWE champion. He is. He very well is. Yeah. Yes, uh, that is true. Remember, but that. that's but that's it's that's what's funny is you know he doesn't care if you boo him. He no. likes to be booed because at least as long as you're booing that you're paying attention to what he's saying and doing on the racetrack and in his personal. Although, I don't know if you've seen the race to the championship. I have. I was wondering. Uh, if I, you're I think it's actually a fantastic show. It's very very personally you know driven. Um, and I've learned a lot about some of these drivers over the last several weeks. I think it's just enough personality driven. Yeah. I, it doesn't get into, it's not like Austin Dillon's reality show. Okay. It, it, it's mostly track focused in it, in what they show outside of the track doesn't get into, cause I don't care to watch these guys hanging out at their house right. playing chess. You know, I don't care. I just don't, you know, changing diaper. I don't care. Like, but they've they've really been tasteful so far about the way that they've it's been still track focused just behind the scenes very much like um, Drive to Survive. Mm-hmm. So I am impressed so far with what I've seen of it, to be honest. And and I know what you mean because Kyle is it, they're all different off the track. Let's of course. be real, you right? Know? Of course. So well, and also I think it was the first or second episode of the show where they they showed uh, Kyle Larson's family and uh, it showed his his daughter um, who has uh, alopecia or whatever. Um, the the hair. Oh the, yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. that Jada Pinkham yeah. that. Um, but I didn't know that. So I I had nothing. You know, I didn't know anything about it. And then uh, I saw he had posted something on social media. I think after the episode or a couple of days later, it was like you know, since this episode is aired, let me explain to you you know what's going on. Right. He's got a foundation um, that uh, that goes into like research for for right. finding a cure for this. Yep. So um, just really cool. And, and like you said, very very tasteful. It's not like they're you know, hidden cameras in their, you know, in their, in their bedrooms or anything like that. Like they're, right. they're being very, um, you know, even, evenly killed with, between, Hey, yeah. you know, this is the race coming up and this is what life is like before you get to the racetrack right. um, kind of thing. And it, it's, it's very cool. It's gotten some notoriety, not only from Kyle Larson, you know, and, and, and dealing with him, everything with his daughter, but showing what Kyle Bush is like, you know, when they're at home by themselves and then even uh, Joey Logano and, and, you know, how he puts his wife in his cell phone. Um <laughs> Got got some notoriety out of that too. Well, so. and Harrison Burton too. Yeah, I thought Burton too. in the latest episode with him and his dad and that whole sort of you know, I thought that was really interesting. And I think um, that's great for these young guys like Harrison. And it was funny to watch him when he went in. Um, I think it was at Coda 
and he and and Gilliland was wearing his cowboy hat from for Boot Barn because yeah. that was his sponsor. And he grabs the hat off Todd's head, puts it on his own, and then um, Eddie Wood looks over quizzically at him, and he and he just starts laughing and takes the hat back off and goes gives it back. <laughs> it was just funny. Yeah, so they, they do have personalities. Yeah, that's, that's the, the stuff that's fan. funny. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, for fantasy NASCAR, real quick. Uh, you heard Tom earlier being uh, you know sort of uh, upset about the fact that he's now for the first time ever this season he's not first. I'm triggered um, after having uh, two two bad races uh, out of the three. Um, although he, he did do Zane and Zane finished second. Um, so Peter actually came away with us, uh, I think, all three top ten finishes, so he's uh, atop the standings now. Um, I think I had two out of the three uh, doing good. Noah won, thank you. Um, and then uh, Nick and Tom are uh, third and fourth. Uh, so we go to Texas this weekend. Xfinity and Cup are in action. I'm sticking with Noah. Uh, much like Tom sticks with Zane when Zane's uh, racing, Noah's won three in a row, so I, I, I'm going to keep that t- the Noah train going. Um, and pick Noah and Xfinity. And um, I was looking at results for Texas and kind of going back and looking um, at previous, uh, you know, previous standings. I looked at the All Star race back in May, um, and I think I'm going to take Ryan Blaney uh, for the 20th win of the season and uh, to, to to get Ryan some some good luck because he's had a, a couple of disastrous weeks uh, starting the playoffs. So okay, so um, I'm going with Ty Gibbs and Xfinity. Um, and I am going with, uh, gosh, I, I want to pick a Hendrick car. I'm just having I know, trouble I deciding which one. Um, and I think I'm going to go with Chase Elliott. Um, it, it's tougher now for me because I, I, I'm coming from behind, so I can't sort of be, I can't take the flyers that I, uh, that, that I could take sure. when I was 300 points ahead. You know? That's true. That's for, but I, I thought about a Hendrick car too, and I kept thinking, you know, which one of them would be the best? But it's like since the beginning of the playoffs, I mean, obviously Chase is leading the standings, but he's because of all the playoff points and, and you know, he's accumulated during the course of the regular season. But yeah. Kyle had a good run. I think all three out of the four finished in the top five. They did. Yeah. At Bristol uh, yep. over the last weekend. Uh, and, and Alex was even Alex was good at Kansas the week before. So yep. um, they're all still relatively good, but it, they just have to find that right little niche to get back to victory lane. Um, I feel like Kyle's pretty close. Chase is pretty close too, and even William Byron's starting to show signs of coming back. He is, again, and I think so. some of these guys, you know, for I mean, look, Talladega is is as you can crash as easily as you can win in the Robles of Road Course. So, I think for some of these guys, Texas is their last real shot, probably. Mm-hmm. At uh, you know, so I think it's going to be an interesting race. All right, step aside. We'll be back to wrap it up right after this. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. 
Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. I'm Lane Castle, NASCAR driver, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. I promise we didn't forget to talk about IndyCar and F1. Um, we do have a couple of, uh, of notes. Uh, it was announced over the weekend, or I guess this last week, that uh, Alex Pillow will be back um, with Ganassi <laughs> in 2023. After all of the yeah. debate and all the things that happened, he gets to go back to the car either way. <laughs> I was just kidding. You know, Basically. I was only kidding. Um, that's yeah. I was like, it's this is why I said earlier when we were when when you know you talk about lawsuits is that's it's just that's the thing you do if you have a dispute you sue and then you negotiate and then you figure out the solution because nobody wants to go to court and and as it turned out alex Pillow got to come back to um uh, chip ganassi and test f1 at the same time it's true it's like you went to people's court yeah and uh, he basically you know, yeah judge judy solved their problem <laughs> and, and they're good to go yep uh, it's funny. And then uh, on the F1 side, uh, F1 executive, uh, executives have said that there is they feel like there's room in the U.S. for more than three races. Um, but for right now, they're sticking with the three, uh, which will be Vegas, Miami, and Coda um, going forward. So yeah. we'll see what happens in the years to, to come. But I, I feel like maybe a Canada uh, you know, race yes. somewhere. Somewhere not in the U.S. <laughs> three is enough in the U.S. Don't, don't make it a commodity because you True. just hurt your crowd. You know, like right. people will pick. You know. it, it's a great thing, and it's you know, in its uh, exuberance, but you don't want too much of it. So too yeah. much of a good thing is not. A and good by thing. the way, I have another black flag, and it's for F one for not thinking Colton Herta could be qualified to race an F one car. That is Y'all true. are nuts. Texas is coming up this weekend. Tyler Ankle will be on the show next week, and we'll see you then. So have a great week, everybody. Bye bye.
You've been listening to The Inside Pass, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow The Inside Pass on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and visit theinsidepasslive.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of the Inside Pass. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of the Inside Pass. Thank you for listening.